podcast with Evan Claude. Hey everybody, welcome back to the MYFG podcast. Um, this week it is just going to be me, Evelyn. Um, Claudia went back to Nebraska. She left on Monday. It's last Monday. It's Monday right now. She's been gone for a week and she's actually only staying there till like May 7th, I believe. So it's like two weeks and then she's coming back. Mostly because I think her semester is over and she's online, so she doesn't really even need to be there anyways. Um, So she's there. She's actually going to that concert we were talking about, and then I think she might just be leaving from there. I don't know, but that would be pretty smart because it's in Oklahoma and that's on the way home. I'm pretty sure if I remember my geography right. But um, JoJo is not here either. Um, I probably could have asked her, but she's been really busy lately. I've been watching her stories, and the other day, yesterday, she got up at 3 in the morning to milk cows. Then she came home, took a nap. She came home at, like, 9 a.m. That's how long our milking shift takes. It's, like, 3, 4-ish to, like, 9.30 a.m. Um, so she came home from that at 9, took a nap, had two soccer games. I guess she won both of them, I'm pretty sure. And then she went up to feed calves after that. So she is a busy, busy girl, which is awesome. Seeing that, I'm really proud of her because that's how my life was in high school, except I didn't play sports. I mean, I did, but I kind of quit sports because I decided that I'd rather be making money and not playing high school sports because they really just weren't for me anyways. And Claudia did the same thing as me. But JoJo is really good at soccer, so she goes all in with that. And with the farm, so she's just one awesome, productive, always on the go girl. I just got back from a morning at the farm. Uh, like you guys know, I go up there. It used to be three days a week, but now it's four. Um, just because we've had some problems with DAs, the displaced abomasum in cows. Lately, we had a couple and. To prevent that, my aunt wants me checking fresh cows more often, so now I'm checking them four times a week, which is great, because on Mondays, I would usually just dedicate to my other job, which is this, and um, I also do some design work for people. I just do a bunch of random things, honestly, but it's fun, so I kind of just have to switch my schedule around a little bit and get things done. You hear a beep in the background, I'm sorry, it's a smoke detector, that I haven't fixed in the one guest bedroom. And that's my dog with his little toy. Um, But yeah, I'm at my house right now. My morning consists of checking fresh cows. I cleaned up tubs, and then I helped them finish up the milking shift. I was kind of like in a bad mood this morning because, I don't know, I woke up. It was like 30 degrees out. I was just so excited from the weekend. It was like 65 degrees all weekend. And then like today, I get outside, and it's cold, and... Uh, just so over the cold. It comes to these months when I'm just like over it. I just want it to be done. It's like almost May. Like Mother Nature, get your stuff together. I am sick of the cold. I want to get to summer and please just let me enjoy a little bit of warmth in my life. Like our little southern friends down there. But either way, it was a good morning. I try to stay positive, and like you guys know, I put my little island music playlist on, and it actually is very suiting this week because I am going to Florida on Thursday morning. We're leaving, then we're coming back Monday night, I believe. But it's going to be awesome because Dustin and I haven't really been on a vacation alone together in like two years. Like I remember our last trip we went together alone was Florida, but it was like 
we just started dating and it'll be way more fun this time because now we're like literally best friends and we really need the vacation, I think. I mean, you guys think we always go to Florida, but really it's my parents and JoJo and Claudia. And usually I just kind of opt out sometimes because I have stuff to do here. So I'm excited to go to Florida. We're going to St. Pete area treasure. Our condo thing is on Treasure Island, which I don't really know anything about that. I have a feeling it's not going to be like amazing there like I don't know just because I haven't heard anything about it but I know St. Pete is really nice so I'm excited that's like right next to us um so I said on my stories if you guys have any recommendations for places to go in that area I don't think we'll be heading into Tampa but I did hear the Florida State Fair is happening but I don't know if it's as great as the New York State Fair which I actually was doing research and did you guys know the New York State Fair was the first fair like state fair, not county fair, but it was like the first fair. So it's kind of cool that we literally live 20 minutes from it. So we're very um, grateful for that. The New York State Fair is really fun. It's in Syracuse. But anyways, I'm all over the place. Back to what I was talking about, Florida. If you guys have recommendations for that area, I would so appreciate it. Dustin and I really just, this is why I like going on vacation with him, just me and him, because we just like to sit back and relax on vacation. Sometimes I go on vacation with people that just want to be doing something every five seconds, and I just, I'm not like that. I just would rather go with the flow about everything, wake up whenever I want, and do whatever I want. I don't like to have a schedule when I'm on vacation, so I'm really excited. Him and I just like to usually get up, go to breakfast, hang out, go out to get some drinks. It's really, we don't try to do anything crazy on vacation, so just let us know if you have anything in mind for us. This weekend at my house is kind of crazy. Um, my best friend's birthday was on Saturday, so I spent like the whole week getting the house ready. I made this amazing balloon arch, which if you guys are planning on doing a party and you want a balloon arch, don't hire somebody to do it unless you really want to. I got a balloon arch from Hobby Lobby. It was probably like $6 in total for it, and it did take me a little bit to set up. It was like probably an hour to set up. But it was so worth it because it's so cute and it was like really cheap and that was cute. But yeah, this weekend was kind of crazy at our house. We had a ton of people over. It was like our first real like get together slash party. And we had like all of our friends over and like they brought their friends and it was just really fun. And that's what we did Saturday. And then Sunday we kind of just laid low. Dustin and I went on a four-wheeler ride. We did get a new four-wheeler, which I'm really excited about. Um, Our house is like backed right up to... um, state land, which I just recently figured out you're not supposed to drive on it, but a lot of people around here do, so I'm not really that scared about getting caught. But anyways, our four-wheeler is a 2019 Polaris Sportsman Sportsman 570. Sorry, I'm not really good about talking about that kind of stuff, so I'm trying my best here. But yeah, we got a four-wheeler. So fun. Um, we kind of need something to do. We just, the area that we moved to is very secluded. It's not like there's a ton of stuff around us to do unless we like drive 30 minutes to do it. So, and four-wheeling really is our thing. We just like to go out on evening strolls, watch the sunset. And like I said, we have that um, state forest right next to us so we can like go see waterfalls. And Ooh. what's wrong, man? And we can um, go on our own land, which our house 
did come with like 20 acres, but it's mostly wood. So we had to work on making some trails. And that's my dog trying to tell me that he has to go outside. So hold on one second. Okay, just let him out. Um, what I wanted to announce to you guys, which I just recently um, got into the loop about, is if you guys remember last summer, we did Milk Flip Cup. Well, this year, we are doing it again. I'm really excited. I'm actually super excited because I'm not going to be the one flipping the cups. It's going to be Claudia this year. Because I can't even explain to you guys the amount of nervousness and anxiety I would feel before each competition. Like, it was so serious. I was always afraid of embarrassing myself and losing, but that's just me. I, I guess I like competition a little too much, but we're doing it again this year. Um, you're going to be hearing the lineup soon. I don't know if it's soon, actually. I'm just kind of hyping you guys up early, probably. But either way, it's going to be so fun. Last year, I got pretty close to winning. I think I lost in, like, the semifinals or, like, before that. But it was pretty good for me. Um, I was in Georgia when I was doing it. So I didn't really have Claudia and Jojo there to cheer me on. But they would literally, like, before each event, um, I would, like be so nervous texting them, like, guys, like, I just want to win so bad, like, I don't want to, like, let NYSG down, but, you know, I'm just, like, so dramatic, but either way, super exciting. If you don't know what it is, Milk Flip Cup is a big Flip Cup tournament. Flip Cup is a, like, little drinking game where instead of alcohol, we use milk, and we challenge people from across the country. I played Zach Johnson. I played Nikki Boxler, who's not really across the country. She's literally like hmm, three hours west of me. Yeah. Um, so I just played a bunch of cool people. I played Michelle from AgMag. Um, a bunch of really cool people in Ag. So, And if you're not in the lineup, like the official bracket, it doesn't matter. You can still challenge us. You can still reach out to us and be like, I want to challenge you in Flip Cup because we will. So... That's why I kind of, it's like weird. Like if you don't, if you're not in the bracket, don't worry. You can still play. Like I want to make that very clear. You can reach out to Jess Peters or anybody and try to set up um, different competitions. All of the competitions, um, they help raise money for um, last, uh, last summer we did Feeding America. I think, I don't know if we're going to be in the same um, place again. But either way, we're going to be raising money for a good cause. So for this podcast episode, I honestly have quite a few topics I want to talk about just because I have so much on my mind this week. So if I feel like I'm, if you feel like I'm all over the place, I'm sorry, but you're just going to have to hang tight. I will admit I feel like I'm good at talking to myself because that's what I'm doing right now. I'm just sitting in my kitchen alone talking to myself, but it feels like I'm talking to you guys, so... I'm just going to be all over the board about what I want to talk about this week, but the first thing I want to talk about is TikTok. And I know we've talked about it before, but I don't think I've stressed the importance of TikTok enough because recently I decided that I really don't like my generation. I just don't. Uh, it's just all about cancel culture, and a lot of that kind of leads back to canceling the dairy industry, and it's kind of annoying because a lot of my generation doesn't take the time to actually learn about the dairy industry. They just like to be part of cancel culture, and it's really a trend to not like the dairy industry. And 
with the younger generations, and they think it's fun. I think it's stupid. I think that they should be looking why they hate the dairy industry, see if there's actually a reason behind it, or if they're just trying to be part of a trend. So with that being said, this is where I think TikTok is really important because a lot of people on TikTok are in the age range of, I don't know, like 15 years old up to like 24 is what we found. So those are really important generations to and ages to focus on right now because those are the people that are involved with cancel culture. So that's why we think it's super important for farmers, anybody that likes ag, to get involved with TikTok, please. We are trying our best at defending ag on there, but we just don't think there's enough people. There are so many great pages on there, but there could never be enough. So if you have any interest in ag, you're a farmer, you like sticking up for the agricultural industry, you need to get on TikTok. I know for some people it's scary, you might not know how to use it at first, you've heard bad things about it, or you're just against it for whatever reason. But if you are not on TikTok, you're only hurting the ag industry more by not speaking up and showing people what we're really about. So, I say so a lot, I'm sorry. Um, But yeah, all I'm asking you to do is get on TikTok and start educating people. It doesn't have to be boring education. You'll notice when you get on TikTok, there's trends. So like trending sounds, trending, like if you honestly, if you're watching a TikTok for the first time, you're probably going to be like, that's not funny because you don't understand the trend yet. That's like when I show my dad a TikTok, he's like, what does that even mean? But it's only funny if you like are on the app and you like know what the trend is. Some of them are funny, like no matter what, but if you're on TikTok, you know what I mean? Like there's trends. So with that being said, if you're doing the trends on TikTok and you're making the trends like incorporating ag into them, it's really helpful because then you get on the For You page and more people see it and they're like, oh, like that's how that works in the ag industry? I've been told it was this way. We'll see who posted this. Oh, a farmer posted this? Somebody in ag posted this? Oh, maybe I should listen to them because they actually do this every day and they probably have a clue about what they're talking about. TikTok is really just the best tool right now to reach the younger generation, which I think is most important when it comes to educating, especially about the dairy industry, because we all know that people my age and Claudia's age and Jojo's age, just it's a trend to hate the dairy industry because they don't know anything about it. They've watched one vegan video or their favorite influencer tells them to drink almond milk and it just goes downhill from there. So let's reach the younger audience and start getting on TikTok. It doesn't matter what age you are. It doesn't matter what age you are. Literally, you can be 100 years old. There are 100 years old people on there using it. Or you can be, I think you have to be a certain age to use it. So as long as your parents allow you, get on there. Um, But it's amazing because TikTok, literally, you can make a three-second video, seven-second video, up to a minute video. Now they have like three-minute videos, but I don't know how well that's going to go because my generation doesn't like watching things for that long we have a really short attention span even I do like I'll admit it like I like the app so much because I literally just keep scrolling and scrolling next video next video because they're just so short and they're so fun to watch and they don't have to like take a ton of time out of my day even though I do end up taking a lot of time out of my day because it's addicting watching short videos that catch your attention over and over again but either way it's a very effortless app um for example I literally took a video of me uh, cleaning out cow tubs 
and having fun doing it. And then I put the trending Taylor Swift song in the background of me doing this job. And it went viral. I think I'm up to like 70,000 likes on it for absolutely no reason. I don't know what people thought was amazing about that video, but I didn't even think twice about posting it. I just kind of threw it up there. And honestly, those are always tend to be our best videos is the ones that we don't try on. So if you are somebody who doesn't like to put a lot of effort in your social media or doesn't really have the time to, TikTok is for you. So those people that say, oh, I can't advocate because I don't have time. Well, now you have no excuse because TikTok allows you to take zero time and you're still advocating for the industry and into like and to the most important audience, I think. Um, so yeah, if you're not on TikTok yet, totally recommend it. Even if you just want to get the app and just scroll through and just get used to it first, do that and then start your page and get videos going. But People love seeing cow videos on there. Oh my god, they go viral like crazy. But just make sure you're doing a good job sticking up for the industry. I believe in all of you guys. Um, Don't let the vegans get you down. There are some vegans on there, and honestly, we just ignore them. Or we respond back. The best way, I actually had somebody reach out to me because they were struggling with their TikTok. Um, Each one of their videos was getting bombarded by anti-dairy people. I don't even know if they're vegan or not, so I'm not going to say that. But she was like, what do I do? Like, I'm getting bombarded. Like, my post has a ton of likes, so obviously people like it. But the comment section is bombarded with negativity. And what I told her to do is there's going to be a top comment. The top comment will be the one of the most likes and the ones that you comment back to. So pick one of those comments that you think is very annoying and you just want to prove them wrong and respond back to them. And your comment will... get to the top of the comment section and people will see your response. And I think that's really important because although you have a lot of people crapping on you in the comment section, there's a lot of people watching in the comment section that aren't commenting and they're just watching and reading and you want them to be able to read your responses. You don't have to respond to everyone, but just know there are people watching and they will be learning from you if you respond back in a very mature and educational way. So I totally recommend responding back to at least one if you're having that issue of being bombarded. And honestly, that goes for all social media platforms. I know we talk about how to handle activists a lot, but for some reason, I don't know if you guys have noticed this too, or maybe it's just us, activists have been real quiet lately. I don't know if they're up to something big or what, but they have not been bothering us as much as they used to, which is kind of scary but also very nice because we don't have to deal with their annoyingness all the time. But if you're somebody who's kind of like holding back from going on social media because you don't want to deal with them, you can be on social media and not have to deal with them. If you're like really nervous about it, all you have to do is just delete and block them. They're going to probably come at you and say, "Ooh, you're blocking me because you're hiding something. They can say that all they want. You just don't want them on your page They're just such a negative energy. Don't be afraid to block mean people on your page. The amount of people we have blocked over the years is in the thousands. And they're all, I would say 99% of them are vegans and animal rights activists who just are coming to cause trouble on our page and we just don't want to deal with it. And it's, you should not feel guilty blocking people, deleting comments, Like I said, just respond to one of them with a very mature response. 
then you have all these people reading your response and saying, wow, like she knows her stuff. Like I probably should be listening to her, not some random internet warrior, whatever my mom calls them. She calls them like, oh, keyboard warrior. Yeah. So those are just some of the ways that we handle activists. But overall, I just want more people out there talking about agriculture. And if you're kind of bored of Instagram like I am, um, people are telling me Instagram is dying, which kind of scares me because that's one of like our favorite platforms. But it, I can see how it's dying because it's kind of becoming kind of boring and like such a highlight reel. But I do like Instagram stories. It's like a great way for us to interact with you guys. But Anyways, I'm jabbering again. I'm trying to get back to my main point is that I would love to see more farmers and ag people on TikTok. So if you have any questions about that, like, please reach out to us. We'll help you. We'll help you with the first steps of getting started on TikTok. If you have any questions about making videos, we can make tutorials for people. I don't know what you guys want to see. I just want to see you on TikTok. Also, I thought I'd share. I'm setting up my kitchen table right now eating cake for lunch because as I said we had a birthday party here so don't feel like cooking so I'm eating cake which probably isn't the best before I'm going to Florida you know it's supposed to be a little healthy but I don't really care right now I'm like in a terrible mood but can you tell no you can't because I am in a good mood talking to you guys but overall I have not been in the best mood lately but I always just try to remember what my dad says and it's every day that you wake up is a good day because you're alive Honestly, like I was going to I was going to stay away from this topic, but I think it's important to talk about because everybody does have bad weeks, especially farmers. Like, oh my god, I know the struggles you guys go through. Um today was just like not a good day for me. I don't know why. Actually, I do know why. Um my anxiety has been like really bad lately. I don't know why exactly, but sometimes it just gets bad if I'm not doing my normal routine like Typically, every day during the week, I would go on a walk. I would get go to bed early. I love going to bed early. I don't like staying up late anymore. I would be eating good. I would have my normal schedule. But this week, I've just been really thrown off because all last week, it was freezing cold, so I didn't do any walks. I have not been eating good the slightest bit because I don't know why. I'm just like, I have never been able to get full this week. I'm just always hungry. And... Yeah, don't worry, I'm not pregnant. But <laughs> I um, I haven't been able to go to sleep early because we've just been doing something every night. And I've just been spending a lot of money too. I think that adds to my stress when I spend a lot of money and I'm like, I'm making money, but I'm not spending way too much. And I just really hate that. It's just like financial stress. But like, I'm okay. I should be allowed to spend money, but I'm such like a stingy. I don't like spending money at all. So when I do, I'm just like, ugh, just hate it. I don't know if any of you guys are like that. And then with my schedule, like if I don't have like a really clear schedule, I get anxious because I just love having a schedule. Like when I first moved back from Georgia, I didn't have like my, I wasn't working at the farm yet. I was just like doing random stuff all the time. Never had a schedule. And I was just so anxious. I, I was probably the most anxious. Not the most, I was like the second most anxious event of my life. Just because I just didn't know what I was doing in my life yet. I didn't have a set schedule. And this week kind of feels like that because we're leaving on Thursday. So like I have a lot of stuff to get done and a little time to do it. And I just started working on the farm on Mondays, so like it's just all over the place. 
But yeah, and one other reason I'm anxious is because recently I made up this weird fear of planes and flying. And I developed that fear, like, I think it was when we were in Georgia. Like, I randomly got, like, really panicky on the plane. And it's not like a fear of crashing. It's like a fear of being trapped and having a panic attack when I'm in the plane and, like, making a scene it's mostly the feeling of being trapped because I've also noticed like if I'm like at the farm and I'm like in a tight space and like there's like a lot of cows I get anxious but I don't know why I came up with that fear I wish I didn't because really it's all just a mind game like I was never afraid of flying until this year I've never been afraid of being in little small spaces like I don't understand how I came up with that and now my brain is convinced that I am so afraid of flying which, uh, we're flying to Florida, so I think that also is scaring me. Uh, just, like, nervous. Nervous that I'm going to be anxious on the plane, which I hate being anxious. I'm just, like, kind of, like, consumes your mind. Anybody with anxiety, you know what I'm talking about. Like, you can't think about anything else. You're just constantly trying to talk yourself down from a panic attack. It's just the worst feeling ever, so I just kind of thought I'd bring it to a light that I look fine and I'm look I'm talking like I'm so happy and I'm okay but I have anxiety and I have a lot this week and I work really hard to put my anxiety to rest and I'm doing it really a good job at it right now because I kind of just tell myself like your brain is making this up like you can you can decide what you want to think about if you don't want to be anxious you don't have to be just don't think about it and that's easier said than done sometimes, but right now I'm, like, pretty level-headed, so I can do it. And I also just got um, medicine for it, which I'm, I don't know, like, I'm, you probably guys think I'm such a freak after listening to this, but, like, I'm afraid of taking medicine because I don't, like, thinking about what it's doing to my body, and that makes me even more anxious. So I like, keep thinking that I'm going to take it, and then I just, like, think about it so much and, like, counteract the medicine and make myself even more anxious, but... That's just my mind getting worked up over nothing. So I just need to focus on reality and how I'm excited to be in Florida. It's not about the plane tra- plane ride. It's about going to this final destination, not the movie, going to the final destination of Florida and having fun there. So that's kind of what I've been telling myself. Um, I don't know. Normally I'm the most anxious in winter, but I just need to cut this crap out because it's really annoying. But if you guys have anxiety too, I've talked about it once on our page and I had a lot of great feedback. It, it was actually surprising to see how many of you guys have anxiety and you're sharing your stories with me and it just made me feel like a million times better. And sometimes when I'm really anxious, I just go back and read those and I'm just like, wow, I'm definitely not alone in this. There's other people that have the same issues I do. And all together, we're just trying to fight this stupid thing. And I saw a TikTok that was like, anxious people are just hyper aware of being alive. And I totally agree with that because I really am. I'm literally always like thinking about my heart beating and (laughs) just thinking about the world in ways that other people probably don't. So (sighs) yeah, that's me. And I never had anxiety until I was in high school and all of a sudden... 
I had a panic attack, and here I am. <laughs> I'm an anxious little being, and every time I talk to my dad about it, which I rarely talk to my dad about my anxiety, it's mostly my mom because my mom is a counselor for farmers, and she helps me a lot through it whenever I do have, like, a panic attack or I'm, like, on the verge of one. I usually call her because she knows what to say. So if you guys have somebody in your life that's there for you when you're anxious, please go tell them thank you because it's literally the best thing ever. And they deserve a lot more credit. But where was I going with this? Oh, yeah, when I talked to my dad about it, he's just like, I could, I would never be able to tell that you have anxiety because you just look like the most calm person on the outside. But, like, I'm like, Dad, on the inside, you have no idea. Like, my mind is going a million different directions. But, yeah, it's something that I will fix, and I'm working on fixing it, and I know I'm strong enough to fix it, so... If you have anxiety too, like I always say, reach out to me because we can talk about it and it's not some taboo topic anymore like a lot of people have it, so reach out to me. All right, now that I've had that serious topic, I want to end the podcast with a less serious topic and it's a question that we get a lot in our DMs um, besides the are you single one. Um, It's the question of everything that we wear to the farm and wear not on the farm. So I guess I'll call this segment Farm Fashion Must-Haves. And if you are a guy and you're like, all right, I'm tuning out for this, don't. Because you're going to want to get something for your girlfriend eventually. So this is not me promoting our merch. This is not. I'm talking about our other stuff we wear. But if you do like our merch, nearfarmgirls.com. That's where you can find it. But um, I'm going to start with shoes. Because recently I had a little bit of a change up in my shoes. JoJo and Claudia, they don't really wear the same shoes I do. Um, they are more into, like, the work boots, like, I don't even know how to, what kind of work boots those are called, because mine are work boots, but they're not work boots, they're, like, rubber boots. So, like, Dodo wears the Carolina loggers, 8-inch logger, dark brown, or something like that, I don't know, I'm reading one of the DMs that she responded to. So, that's what she wears, mostly, um, she does wear muck boots, too. And then Claudia wears the Chippewas, which she, like, wears by. Um, And then we all wear Crocs, obviously. Those are must-haves in the summer, especially, like, I don't wear them up with the cows, but it's good to wear them with the calves because when a calf steps on your foot, it hurts a lot less than when a cow does. So, and then Claudia wears Crocs, like, in the fields, too. So Crocs are, like, a must-have, and everybody asks us, do you wear them with socks or no? And we, I noticed the other day Jojo wears them with socks, but I usually tend not to so that you can just wash your feet off, like, with the Crocs on. Um, That's just kind of a little farm hack. If you wear Crocs, you can just, like, have manure all over your feet and just wash them off. And some people think that's gross, but I don't really think it's gross because, I don't know, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, I wonder how much manure has, like, I've eaten. (laughs) Like, not potentially, but, like, because it, like, flew in my mouth. But, I don't know. I just feel like it's a lot. But, um, Crocs must have. Uh, recently, we have always been huge muck boot fans. But something happened the other day that kind of was life-changing. So, when I used to work on another farm, it's about, like, 30 minutes from my parents' house, I would take around like 30 to 40,000 steps a day 
And I went through two pairs of muck boots in one summer. They just kind of wear out fast. As much as we love them, they do wear out fast. Um, they get holes in them easily just from walking. Um, we've stabbed many pitchforks for them. Um, I don't know. I love them. They're just not that comfortable, really. Just to be honest, like, we do love them. But the only reason why I'm putting them down a little bit, although I am a diehard muck boot person, is because I found a new boot. And the new boot I found is Dry Shod. I know a lot of you guys are like, oh, I've already had those. They're like, you seriously are just getting on that train? Yes, I am. Because I ordered the uh, barn stable ones, I believe. And the difference in comfort is insane. Like, they have, like, this arch to them, which makes it way more comfortable to walk around all day in. They are way more waterproof. Like, the muck boots were waterproof for a while, and then, like, the top part, whatever it's made of, like, water would soak through them. But the new, the dry shell that I got, it just is extremely waterproof. They're really durable. That... I am saying they're durable, but I haven't had them for more than a week. So I will keep you guys up to date with how durable they actually are. Because you never know. They could just break as easily as monk boots do. But I'm really happy with them so far. So if you guys are looking for a good boot to try out, you can, you should really check them out. Um, but yeah, that's the boots we wear. Um, when we're off farm, we, what do we wear? Oh, Birkenstocks, like crazy. That's like the main shoe I wear when I'm off farm. Um, Claudia wears cowgirl boots, Jojo wears cowgirl boots, I don't really wear them that often, only if I'm, like, in Nashville or something. Um, uh, Claudia and I really like CVs, they're, like, high, we have, like, cow print shoes from them, a lot of people ask where we get those. CVs, it's S-E-A-V-E-E-S, and none of this is advertised or ads, I'm just telling you guys what we wear. Um, what else do we wear for shoes? That's probably it. I mean, sneakers, um, that's not that important, like Nike sneakers. And during the weekend, and during the winter, we are huge Hey Dude fans. They're super comfy. I have, like, the fur ones, so those are super warm. Some people are against that company, but I really like it, and that's what we wear during the winter. Now on to our most asked question is what pants we wear because work pants are hard to find. My go-to pants are definitely the Carhartt. I think they're, I don't even know, they're like the leggings, Carhartt leggings. They're just so comfortable. They fit amazing. They're stretchy. They're black. So they're like, when you can't really tell when they get like super dirty. I just love them. Those are my go-to work pants, and they're really durable. Like, when I'm saying leggings, they're not, like, a thin material. They're pretty thick, and it's, like, an interesting work pant feel vibe. So you should try those out if you haven't already. Claudia is the queen of jeans. She has really gotten me to branch out. Like, before her, I was definitely, like, before she got into jeans, not before her. <laughs> before she got into jeans, I was mostly just wearing, like, Wranglers and American Eagle but now she has like such a collection of jeans she told me to get the Wrangler cowboy cut men's jeans I'm really excited they're they're about like a six six week wait right now you probably can just go on a tractor supply and find them but we order them from the website and they're about a six week wait so they are really cute. They're, like, straight leg, and you can, like, fold them up, and I'm really excited to get those in the mail. But JoJo wears um, 
she wears pajama pants a lot to, to work. Um, athletic shorts. She's definitely more of like a loungewear person, and I am not, and Claudia's not. Claudia definitely like dresses up more than me when she goes to work, which I think is really cute. Um, off farm, Claudia's the queen of bell bottom jeans. A lot of hers that I like, she gets from Thomas Runway Boutique. Super cute stuff there, and all the jeans she buys from them are absolutely adorable. Off farm, I really just stick to American Eagle, honestly, because I just know my size there and it's easy, but Claudia's trying to push me out to like out of my comfort zone with more jeans. And JoJo, she has a lot of American Eagles. She gets some from Sheen. She just got new ones. I think they're from Wrangler or Area, one of the two. But those are the companies we get for pants. And then for our top half, we wear our merch 90% of the time. Um, We have t-shirts, hoodies, tank tops. So tank tops have really been our favorite lately with summer here. Um, they're super comfy. They have like the racer back. So they're like nice to wear with a sports bra. And yeah, that's what really we wear for the top half. And then for hats, we wear either our trucker hats or whatever random hat we can find. Uh, we are going to be making like a baseball dad hat if you're not a fan of the trucker style. Cause I don't know. I am, but I'm not like, I wouldn't just wear it to the farm. I'd rather have like the baseball hat vibes and Claudia is like the opposite. She likes the trucker hat, but I kind of have been seeing her lean more towards the baseball hat. If you guys know the difference, what I'm talking about, I hope you do. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like what we wear. Um, we always stick with scrunchies because they're better for our hair. Um, yeah, I think that's all of them. Socks don't really think matter. <laughs> we just have random socks. Like you guys should see the sock basket at my parents' house. It's literally the most random socks you'll ever see in your life, and there's like a thousand of them. So yeah, that's what we wear. Um, One other update before I head out is we've always had this issue in our parlor where the bottom half like kind of floods. There's like a, um, the drainage thing plugs up because of the sand we use. It's been this pretty big issue on our farm for a while like 10 years and I just got back to the farm and I just I just couldn't stand seeing it anymore so I pretty much bothered my dad like every day until he got fed up of hearing me complain about it and they we all I shouldn't say we I honestly was just the person that brought it to their attention because they're never in the parlor like how would they even know about it So they fixed it, and I was so happy. It's like a huge move for our farm, and it's really all it takes to do that kind of stuff was for me to be like, hey, like this needs to be fixed. Let's talk about it. Let's have a meeting. Let's figure out how we're going to do this. And it was good. I was just like kind of proud of myself because they listened to me, and I just got back, and I don't want to be like that annoying person, but it was good, and my aunt's really happy. It's definitely a good improvement for our farm. So But yeah, that was like the highlight of my week last week was getting that fixed and I'm just so happy the cows are cleaner and everything all around is good. And next they're going to be changing out all the gates back there because with the water being down there, the gates started rotting out. So we're going to have new gates and just great improvements coming for this spring, which is it was kind of perfect timing because they haven't really been able to get in the field that much. It's just been raining and snowing and just classic New York weather in April. So that was the highlight of my week.
And um, hope you guys enjoyed my little random podcast. It's not really random. I don't know. I love talking to you guys. And next week, we I don't really know what we're doing next week, but I'm going to have to talk to Claudia. We've just kind of been like going with the flow with it for now. We we do have some podcast guests coming up in the future. So thank you guys so much for listening. If you are interested in our merch, you can go to NewYorkFarmGirls.com. Um, we're also on TikTok. Obviously, you know that after this episode, um, New York Farm Girls, Instagram, Facebook, and that's it. We don't have Snapchat or anything like that. So, oh, YouTube, duh. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll see you guys next week, um, and I hope you guys have a great week.